You're listening to the Presence Pioneers Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Presence Pioneers Podcast. This podcast exists to equip leaders and everyday Christians to host the presence of God because we believe God's presence changes everything. I'm your host, Matthew Lilly. It's so great to have you tune in today. Very excited for this new episode. I'm going to be talking about praise and worship today and the difference between those and the power of those things as well. First of all, if you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please consider subscribing and share this episode with your friends. Uh, you can check out all of our previous episodes, get downloads, PDF links, show notes, get email updates, all that stuff at our online home, which is at podcast.presencepioneers.org. So please visit that site and check all of that out. Really encourage you to do that. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to dive in today to the difference between praise and worship. So two terms that are similar and are related, but are different. So what does the Bible have to say about the difference between praise and worship? Let's start with worship, because typically when people say worship, uh, depending on what church movement or stream you're in, you probably are thinking the musical part of a church service, or maybe you're thinking about a church service in general. But most people nowadays associate worship with the music at a church gathering. Worship biblically, according to the Word of God, is actually a lot bigger and broader than just the musical part of a church gathering. Now, the musical part of church is an expression of worship, but worship is actually broader and bigger than that. So I don't mind calling it worship when we get together and sing, but I also have the realization that worship is more than that. So here's how I define worship. A surrendered life lived with wholehearted allegiance and affection. So a surrendered life lived with wholehearted allegiance and affection. Now there's a lot in that phrase, but worship is actually to be our lives laid down for God. Worship is our surrender to God, and it's much bigger than church. It's everything. It's everything. To worship God means that we orient our entire lives. We give Him all of our heart. We give Him all of our time. We give Him everything we do is for Him. It's surrendered to Him. It's submitted to Him. And that's what it means to truly worship the Lord. So actually... Everything that we do can and should be an expression of our worship to God, actually. It should be done as unto the Lord. So worship isn't necessarily something you do, but it's anything that you do as unto the Lord. So here's Romans 12.1 is the key verse here. I learned it in the NIV when I was first studying worship that we offer our bodies as living sacrifices holy and pleasing to God, for this is our expression of worship to God, that we offer ourselves as living sacrifices, that we're alive, but we're surrendered. So we're still on the earth, but we're submitted to God. We're surrendered. We're living sacrifices to God, and that that is our ultimate expression of worship. Here's how the message paraphrases Romans 
It says, here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Romans 12, 1. Colossians 3.23 says this, Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Whatever you do, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord, which means you're washing the dishes can be an expression of worship. Your job should be an expression of worship. Your relationships should be worship. What you do with your finances should be worship. Your hobbies should be worship. And yes, of course, your singing, your Bible reading, your church life should all be an expression of worship. So worship is broad biblically, and you can do other things as acts of worship unto God. If they're done as unto the Lord, and if they're done according to the Word of God. Now, that's worship. And I'm again, I'm okay with calling our gathered times worship as well. That works because that falls under that broad banner of a surrendered life to the Lord. Now, what is praise? Praise is not as common of a term, but what we do when we gather together and sing is actually should probably be called praise rather than worship because praise is an attentive outward expression of adoration. It is an attentive outward expression of adoration. Now, so praise is different. Praise requires our attention. Worship, we can do other things as worship, but praise is actually an act in and of itself. It requires an expression. Praise is something we do. In order to praise, we stop what we were doing and we praise. Okay, so worship, we take what we were doing and we we do it as unto the Lord, but praise is when we stop our normal activities and or whatever else is occupying our attention and our affection and we shift it and we give something our praise. Okay, so praise requires our attention. It requires our time. It requires our focus. So when we stop and we sing to the Lord, that's, that's a way to praise God. It's a sacrifice. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Offer God the sacrifice of praise, which this is a New Testament verse, but he was getting that from King David, who used that phrase in the Psalms. Praise is a sacrifice. We have to give something else up in order to praise God. We have to stop doing something else. We could give our attention somewhere else. We could give our time somewhere else, but instead we're shifting that and we're now giving it to God as an expression of praise. It's outward, it's expressed, and it's specific. So David said he wouldn't offer God a sacrifice unless it cost him something. Praise cost us something. It's a sacrifice unto the Lord. 2 Samuel 24, 24. So praise and worship are responses to the Lord, but our worship, again, is anything that we take and offer to the Lord. Ultimately, it should be our entire lives as Christians, but praise is something that we do. Hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content, such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. 
and the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media.presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media.presencepioneers.org to sign up today. And, and the Bible commands us to do, and there's power in praise. And so we need both of these things. They're both responses to the revelation of who God is and what He's done. Okay, so there's a revelation of who He is. It's like breathing in, and then there's breathing out, which is our response. And what is that response? It's praise and it's worship. So first of all, we say, God, here's my life. Everything I do is for Your glory. But then we also, we take those times and we stop both individually, personally, privately, but also as the church as the people of God gathered together and we praise the Lord. What we typically call worship, we sing, we dance, we do all these things, we lift our hands, we give Him our attention. We have to stop doing what we were doing and gather together and we praise the Lord together. And uh, it's a response, both our lives of worship and our times of praising God are responses to the revelation of who God is. And so these two things fuel each other and they go together. And so our praise is worship, right? Because it is part of our surrender to the Lord. It's part of that response of our lives to God. But not everything that we that we offer to the Lord and everything in our lives that is worshipful is praise. Okay? So I, I might be busy doing my job at work and that's not necessarily praising the Lord in that moment, but it is an expression of worship. But when I praise the Lord, whether I'm by myself, you know, in my room or, in my, in, you know, in my secret place or whether I'm at a church gathering, when I'm praising the Lord, yes, that is also worship to Him. And they fuel each other. Okay, so our lives of worship, uh, we're walking with the Lord all the time. And so we... Uh, we constantly commune with Him. We abide with Him. John 15, right? Jesus said, abide in me. And so we're constantly abiding in Him. There was a book called Practicing the Presence of God that talks about this uh, ongoing communion with God in our hearts, even in the midst of everything else going on in life. So there's this ongoing communion that takes place so that when we gather together as Christians to to praise the Lord together, to hear His Word, to sing, to do all these things, that, uh, that it's, it's an overflow of our ongoing life of worship. But then when we gather together, God comes in our midst and it stirs us up to live a lifestyle of worship. So we, those, those two things fuel each other, um, our praise and our, and our worship together. 
help stir each other up. And so living a life of worship and ongoing communion with God allows us to come together ready to praise, to engage and enjoy God together as the church. And, uh, and these, these moments of praise uh, cause our lives to be impacted when we're gathered around God's presence together and our lives are never the same. I remember this story. Uh, years ago, we were leading worship at a youth camp and um, we were just doing our normal worship set. This was a Free Will Baptist worship camp, but there was, uh, uh, we were filled with the Holy Spirit and there was a couple other closet Pentecostals who were there who spoke in tongues and things like that. And one of them was standing beside a young guy. Uh, they, were, they were kind of the, the youth, but they were the helpers, the student leaders. And so they were there in the middle of worship. And, and all of a sudden, this guy is just hungry for God. He's just lifting his hands and he's singing to the Lord. And the Holy Spirit baptizes him. And he starts speaking in tongues in the middle of worship. And so his life was never the same after that, you know. So he had this moment of praise. He's lifting his hands. He's singing and God's presence comes when we praise the Lord. We enter his gates with thanksgiving. We enter his courts with praise. He's enthroned in our praise. So as we praise the Lord, we experience his presence. And like this guy, it it, it caused a moment of encounter with the presence of God as, as, as he was praising Jesus, who he already knew. He's already a believer. But as he was praising the Lord, God filled him with the Spirit, baptized him in the Holy Spirit, and it changed his life. And so his, that moment in God's presence caused him to live a lifestyle of worship. And so again, these things, these things feed each other. It's not either or, it's both and. So sometimes our hearts follow our actions and sometimes our, uh, our actions follow our hearts. You know, sometimes we really feel it and so we go after it and then sometimes we, we do it and then our hearts begin to uh, to follow in after that. So I want to encourage you today to engage in praise and worship. Understand the difference between those. I want to encourage you today, live a life of worship. It Maybe your life's compartmentalized and you have, you know, church time, prayer time, secret place time, but then the rest of your life you're going on uh, as if God does not exist essentially. I want to encourage you with, with that Colossians 3 let everything you do be as unto the Lord. Let everything you do be an expression of your worship. And I want to encourage those of you who maybe say, well, I'm kind of always with God. Everything I do, I'm kind of praying under my breath here and there. And that's awesome. But I want to encourage you to, to experience the power of praise and worship. Set aside some time to be with God offer that sacrifice of praise. We need to block out some space, block out some time. We need to give God our attention and our focus and engage with him as well. Let's do both. Let's praise the Lord and let's worship the Lord. Amen. Let me pray for you. God, I ask for every person that that hears or sees this podcast, that you would invite them closer to your heart, that they would be worshipers, that they would be those who praise the Lord, for you've called us to do this. God, let them be those who surrender their lives to you, who live lives as living sacrifices, that everything that they do is for your glory, that everything they do is for you, surrendered to you, and that they abide with you, that they walk with you. 
And I pray, God, that your people would praise you, that the people that watch this would praise your name, that they would sing to you, that they would respond to your goodness and to your love and to your beauty with songs, with attention, with adoration, with affection, with time, with focus, and with joy to praise and worship you in Jesus' name. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining me today on the podcast. Uh, If you enjoyed this, would you share it with someone? Uh, Would you share it on social media? Uh, That would help us a lot. And again, you can subscribe uh, and find all the previous episodes on our online home at podcast.presencepioneers.org. Thanks again. God bless.